Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast, a podcast where we listen to all 37 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen, and I've listened to all of these songs multiple times. And as always, I am your co-host, Mara, and I'm listening to all of these songs for the very first time, giving you my knee-jerk reactions. How are we feeling today? What's up? Because I know we've had a tough morning. Yeah. Um, it was difficult. I'm not sure why. Well, we watched episode three of season four of Succession. Oh, uh, that's right. That's and it, right. And um, changed my brain chemistry forever. If you know, you know. Um, I mean, we also went for uh, Easter brunch with my family, uh, you know, for Easter. Uh, and that, uh, that did a number on me somehow. You're, you have a bad stomach on the best of days and it was not the best of it days. It felt very bad last night. Um, so, you know, no more information than that. Cause I was just, I was just, you know, nauseous, but I'm fine now. You're fine. You know, still a little, uh, a little downbeat, but hey. Maybe we got some songs today that'll make that better. Yeah, let's uh, let's go right into it. Well, what are we thinking? Because we have we have nine more songs left to go, which is not a lot. Well, what do we got still? We've got... Well, we've got three more bands. Three more bands. We've got sisters who might actually be doing it for themselves. And we have the last three songs that were revealed this year. Was it worth the wait? I think in honor of... The Roy sisters from Succession. There's one, yeah. They're all my baby girls. Sure. Uh, especially Roman. If you know, you know. If um, you know, you know, Roman is baby girl. I mean, I was saying that, like, I when we were watching the first season, and I think it was uh, the Eurovision Top 250 at the time, maybe? I don't know. I just remember hearing Halo by Lumix and Pia Maria and thinking, yeah... That's they can a, be CEOs. They can be CEOs. If their dad fucking lets them. I was, uh, you know, I was thinking of Jerry at the time, but... Uh, oh, Jerry. But I don't know if Jerry's ever going to become CEO. Uh, if you're not... I don't know. If you're not watching Succession, this won't mean anything to you. If Roman has anything to say about it, she will be CEO, and they will end up... Um, no spoilers. If, if you know, you know, Roman and Jerry. It's all I am able to think about but, ever. you know, as per usual, uh, here's our early plug. Succession. <laughs> it truly, it kills me. But I was, really, this entire se season has been me thinking about Germany's sisters. Uh, because they're tired. Yeah. They're tired of competing for I mean, their father's love. So true, so true. Um, they are all baby girl, um, except for Shiv, who is the one actual woman. She is a, a wonderful girl failure, girl boss, girl failure. And mm -hmm. I just, mm, I love them all. Didn't you but think yeah, there was a song are... this year that would have been, that was a good AMV song for, for Succession? Um, yes. I think... Um, Greece's song would be a very good AMV for Kendall Roy's fail like cringiest moments because right. he is very like self indulgent in his angst. Sure. Um, and he's right to be so, angsty. Can, like his life is fucking what they, miserable. What they say, Kendall Roy cringe compilation. Kendall Roy, yeah. yeah okay. What they say, Kendall Roy cringe compilation. And there was something I said about Roman too. There was a very good one for Roman. I'm searching for Roman in our chat as if I don't 
exclusively talk about Roman Roy in our private chat. Oh, Roman Roy, Queen of the Kings. Sure, 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 sure. Because his name is she. Um, and I love that for her. <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but it's... If you know, you know. If you watch Succession, you know what we've just been through. I mean, you've opened Tumblr. That's all there is to say about that. You've you've gone you've gone to I've, Tumblr I've to look at the, to look at the tags. So I, yeah, I have reinstalled Tumblr just to look at Succession posts. Um, that's how strongly I feel about it. Uh, I'm trying to think of a clever segue into a song. So sisters do be doing it for themselves. Uh, yeah. Try to figure, genuinely try to figure out how to how to segue into what the actual theme is here. Jerry says what you got to be thinking about twenty four seven is how does this advance my personal position? How does this benefit me? And my goals. Right. Well, I think then uh, I think then we can take it to a, a song uh, whose title should speak for itself. Uh, this song is called Power. Oh. Now, the only problem is that's, that these sisters might not completely be doing it for themselves. Um, but we're just like, maybe they just need a little push in the right direction to, to really take their minds off of, you know, a secondary figure in the song. Mm. Right, you know when when people sing a song about like how strong they are because of you or like despite of you, yeah. Right? And I'm just like, maybe you just leave out the second part and do it for yourself. And Don't do I'm, it for your lover. Do it for exactly. yourself. That's what I'm trying to tell these these uh these women we've got here today. Okay. To do it for themselves and to see like if they have if they have it you know within themselves. Forget about Logan. Logan's never gonna give you make you see. That's right. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, and the first uh, first of our ladies is coming to us from Iceland. Okay, Iceland. This is Dilia singing power. delight this girl is sure sure isn't she nice this is what i mean when i say move your face oh yeah she commits this is what i mean is you need to actually feel your song don't just perform it actually feel it do a little dance that you know doesn't feel choreographed but feels like you need to be doing this little dance right now i mean that's my favorite part is just seeing her like throw her body around um, yeah but, ha but having like you know a lot of control over it obviously um i mean it, obviously she works out uh, uh yeah the, i will the, the have her lift me the woman please. lifts um and she and she can and she and she's allowed to and um, she should and she should um and that's nice. And yeah, it's just a lot of control over like what she does and where the limbs go. The legs just go up and then she takes the jacket off suddenly. And then, she, yeah, just a lot of 
Yeah, throwing her body around, moving, that is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And, she, like, vocal control. Incredible. Right? Like, like it, it's so easy to overlook, but, like, this is actually really hard. She, Especially moving that much and staying really stable. Yeah, but I think a lot of the arm movements she's doing are to open her chest up. Okay, sure. Because that's you what, have you have yeah. taken lessons, you know, in in controlling your vote, yeah, voice my... and knowing how to breathe. So you'll know that when she's lying on her back on the floor and bringing those notes out. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane. That's crazy. You can't do that. Um, but yeah, my um, my teacher, my my vocal teacher, has uh, gotten mad at me on numerous occasions for keeping my arms just in front of oh, my chest at all times and just like can you please every no 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 tits, tits forward honey tits forward every lesson i go to with her is her just trying to come up with some exercise that i can do that will make my chest not completely clamped shut um, yes, yeah, pretty essential if you're going to be yeah. singing, yeah. And every now and then, she's like, ah, you got it! And it's, like, the most insane noise that has ever come out of me. I'm like, oh, shit, I can actually, I can actually really do that if I'm not stressed, um, and clamped shut and scared, uh, which I am every second of every day. Um, and when that stops happening, I'm like, oh shit, I'm really, really good at singing. Um, but then I can only do that once. And then she's like, do that again. <laughs> I can't. I don't know because now I'm, now I have to do that again. And now that's giving me and stress. And if I don't do it, it'll be bad. And it's like, yeah, but now you aren't doing it. Now so you're you not just, doing so it. So you ought to just do it. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, so that's very frustrating. Uh, yeah, no, in, for, in order for me to cha-cha-cha, I need to have at least a couple of pina coladas. Sure. Um, which is bad. Right, because you still need to sing, so it's you like... You still need to sing. I, yeah, it's bad when I have, like, an exam or a performance that I have to do with the class, and I really, before, before it, am like, should I... Take two shots real quick. No. And it's like, no, you don't want to set that precedent. Yeah, no, you don't have to rely on that. Yeah. Um, but find it's extremely ways to, find scary. Find different ways to chill out. Yeah. It's extremely scary and hard to let your voice out of your chest. So when she's like flinging her arms around, I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. Because that's what's opening up... <laughs> Your your Sorry. lungs in your chest. This is, this is a weird a weird pull, um, and it's not going to make any sense. But I was watching a YouTube video recently of like a theater girl, like a vo vocal co yeah. coach, watching the first episode of the Legally Blonde uh, reality show <laughs> when they right? were looking for a new actress to play Elle Woods. Right. So this is two thousand for the musical for the musical. Right. So this is like two thousand and seven. Right. Watching a t the first episode of a two thousand and seven reality TV show about Broadway. But the point is, in that episode, there is one of the contestants 
who talks about like I love the sound that comes out of my mouth <laughs> of being like of what you said like it is crazy that I can make sounds and I love being able to do that yeah and the, she has a vocal coach is like that is the craziest thing I've ever heard someone say but it like makes a lot of sense where it's like yeah no it does make a lot of sense that if you have an impressive instrument and you're able to use it that you should enjoy that power. Yeah, you shouldn't. I'm like I I completely understood. Because being shy about it ruins it. I'm shy about it and I yeah. cannot for the life of me give a good performance because I'm shy about this instrument that I have. Um and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm only in my first year, so I'll oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm it's a, on it's a journey. journey. It's a journey. But hey, maybe there will be a Eurovision karaoke at the after party of the oh, no. <laughs> and I but I so will have ruined my voice uh by that point. Sure. But so will everybody else, so it's not karaoke yeah. doesn't karaoke is different in karaoke doesn't count. Maybe maybe one day there'll be a karaoke somewhere. Maybe one day we'll be able to actually fucking do karaoke successfully. It just it will not happen for us. I've seen it in movies, but no one ever actually wants to do it. <laughs> Again, if success. you know, you know. Again, that's that's succession. As far as this song goes, you know, when it comes to Eurovision, I think there is a problem with it, and that is that I like it. Oh, so it's not going to do yeah, well? Yeah, so I, that's the problem, is that I like it. Uh, and I feel like that's a strike against it, unfortunately. <laughs> this is the kind of song that you like. Because a song like this that I like... Yeah. It's like the, the, the kind... I, I recognize when a song in a certain style is something I like, where I'm like, ah, this might not... Uh... We all remember the previous Iceland song that you really liked. Huh? Um, where she heard them calling her. Uh, oh, she yeah, heard them calling. I mean, I liked paper, but I like I understood all the criticisms <laughs> of paper. I was fully there in the understanding that it didn't, you know, wasn't it wasn't what it was. But yeah, that's just me looking at it like, hmm, okay, that might be that might be an issue. <laughs> this is fully the type of music that you really like that I'm mostly ambivalent towards. If I like I can yeah, but get that's not into me it. saying like oh, I love this song. No, but I I can get into it, but I'm not really someone who will put on Marina and the Diamonds, sure, yeah. but you are. But I think the, the biggest testament to her is what we said, like it is the the enthusiasm and well, the power and the the And the big suit, you the know? Big suit. Someone yeah. wearing a big suit that always pushes my buttons. For you. Yeah. I love a big suit. And if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sort of a... Like, I fully I fully understand and agree that it is something of a middle-of-the-road kind of song. I don't know if yeah. mid is exactly what I'd call it. Because that feels mid. bad. It's but high like, mid. Yeah, it's, it, it's nice, though. Um, in, that, in that way that I'm like, I like it, but I understand that that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think she's so cute, and she has huge guns. So good. Sun's out, guns out. Plus, she had a little armpit hair go thing going on, and I'm like, please represent us. Yeah, dude. Represent the girlies who don't want to do that, who don't want to shave. Represent us. I don't. I don't want to do it, and I won't. <laughs> Need more people like me on television. <laughs> Just girlies who don't want to do it. And they like the her little hair buns. Oh, the buns are very she's, cute. She's cute. 
and powerful and hot, and I'll say thank you if she wants to flick me in the nose. Like just a quick pop. Just... Yeah, I know. I'm just like, oh, it's like it seems like the kind of person who like hits you in the shoulder without realizing how hard she hits you in the shoulder. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And I'm like, that's good. Yeah. We all need someone like We all that. need a friend who will just punch you and not realize how hard they're punching you. So, you know, all that's all that's nice and positive to me. Um, but that's just it. I'm like, yeah, nice. I want her to be friends with the woman from Spain. Okay. It's like um goth girlfriend, um rainbow girlfriend. I like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like her more than I like the song. Sure. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's it. It is the presence that she brings that definitely carries a lot. Um, but what else is there to say? Um, we might, we might be able to keep it brief for a change and move on over move to our next country. Um, and yeah, I think our next one is going to have to be Poland. Okay, let's go to Poland. And, you know, you were talking about uh, the woman from Spain, who you remember is called Blanca Paloma. I mean, I didn't remember that, but yeah, sure. I reminded you, um, not the only Blanca in this year's competition. Ooh, more than one Blanca. Very confusing, because Poland has also selected Blanca, but with a K. Okay. Blanca. Blanca. I don't know. I'm just thinking, do we need to find a different way to pronounce it? Would that you be just say Blanca Paloma or Blanca. No, every, no, no one says Blanca Paloma. When, when people are talking about like the contestants this year, they do not say Blanca Paloma. They say Blanca. Just writing it with a C because, you know. Come on, guys. And I'm like, it's still confusing because I forget that, her, that hers has a K in it. So I'm like, who are you talking about? In our case, we are going to be talking about Blanca for Poland uh, because she uh, won the national selection with the song Solo. If you're going to do it for yourself, you got to do it solo. You got to do it solo. You want anything to get done right, you got to do it yourself. So, you know, let's see if uh, she is better off solo. This is Blanca for Poland and Solo. That is an interesting face you have on. It's an interesting face she has on. Um, she, I mean, I hope she got a lot of Instagram followers from this. Because that's what it feels like she's in it for. This does not feel genuine at all. This is someone trying to get sponsorships and, like, ad deals for her social media influence. I mean, you watch this music video and you're like, yeah, this is... This, this is, is very, an influencer. This is an influencer. This is, this, is, this is social media. This is your Instagram story uh, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I, very... I'm, I, made a, I made a TikTok of my travels to wherever yeah. the hell. It's kind of gross, isn't it? I don't know if gross... I, it's an interesting word choice on your <laughs> part. Uh the thing is that I don't want to be the kind of person who's like, this is so fake. Like, I don't want to call people out for being fake because I don't even know what fake means right. in in that context that much. And it's also like, 
I, I want to find a better criticism than just well, ending it at this is fake. Sure, but we all like we all know that the whole like social media thing or the whole narrative around it is usually that like having the, the, the perfect Instagram photo or having the perfect TikTok or having the perfect whatever, it's all about like the camera angle that captures an experience and and just only sharing the the nice moments and and you know sharing the bikini pictures. Yeah. It's not it's not a new take that we're offering here. No. That like, oh yeah, that's all just quote unquote fake, or at least it's like only showing part of it. It's specifically choosing to show like the glamorous I think that's the thing. It's there's nothing wrong with glamour and wanting to show glamour. But this is not a celebration of glamour. This is not a celebration of the aesthetic of glamour. This is not artistry. This is an advertisement for her. Yeah. It's that's that's the thing with like, oh it's fake is in that there is no artistic desire in it. The desire in this right, well, is... It's just like, it's just, she says, I'm better off solo, but what I believe there is, there are plenty of other people willing to give me attention. You yeah. Know? It's like, I'm better off without you. That is not the you same as... You are hurting my brand. That is not the same as solo. Yeah. You are... She is not solo. She has 10... I'm going to look up right now how many Instagram followers she has. What's her name? Blanca with a K? Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's enough to find her, but uh Blanca Stajko. Yeah, she's the first one. She's verified. Um and she has 155,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know how many she has on uh TikTok. The other socials, yeah. Uh but she is sponsored by, you know, beauty brands. Uh um, Doing some investigative journalism on the podcast. Yeah, her Instagram is about what you'd expect. And, you know, speaking of investigative journalism, there have been, you know, some rumors that the national final in Poland was rigged for her. It wasn't a completely fair uh, okay. fair affair that would, uh, was judged in her favor and that the televote winner didn't win, etc., etc. Um, a lot of that is obviously, you know, conspiracy stuff. Uh, that I can't possibly verify. Unlike Blanca, I am not verified. <laughs> um, but I figured it was worth, you know, just saying that that's also kind of up in the air in terms of, like, the per the perception of this act. There has to be a real person in there, you know? She is a real person. Yeah, but it's not like when you see this video, you're like, oh, I'm getting something of, like... I'm, I'm getting a look into her internal life. I'm getting something genuine. Which is not to say that it's been that way for, like, you know, a lot of pop stars or, or, or pop girls making ostensibly sort of sort of vapid pop with very little, you know, like, depth or person... Like, it's yeah, summer, summer pop, summer bops. Yeah. Which is what this is, you know, evoking. It's like... Those don't necessarily carry a lot of depth and don't need a personality attached to them. That's true. But we are watching Eurovision and a lot of the times it is about like, ooh, I like this artist or I like how they perform it or I like what they do. Yeah, we're not drinking cocktails in Ibiza. We're watching Eurovision. Right, but then it's just background music and you don't really care. Or it's yeah. on, or it's on a TV screen somewhere 
where you're not really paying attention to it, but you're queuing to get a durum. And it's just like random music videos of songs you've never heard on some random music channel yeah. playing on a yeah. TV screen, right? And you're like, exactly. wow, that woman sure has her entire ass out. And that's your, and that's what you perceive of it. And that's the, the only thought you have of it. And then you go eat your durum. And, and it doesn't there, stick. No. But it, it sticks because now I'm like, oh, this is a Eurovision entry. Okay, I'm thinking on it because I, I have to, you know, perceive it in a quote-unquote more intellectual capacity. I think that's interesting, though, because I don't usually think about songs like this ever. But there's a large amount of songs like this in the world. A huge amount. Like you say, the, the party in Ibiza. And it's not our first, like, you know, dance song that we've had in Eurovision, so it's not completely like, oh, this I've never had seen anything like this before. Which, you know, is, is another part of it where it's like, yeah, okay, what's the... Like, what's what's our original angle here? What are we... I, I think it is quite unique. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it... Like, no, it's not that we've never seen anything like this before. It's just that it is rare to see something this empty at Eurovision. <laughs> sure. Because usually you do want to send a personality because you're trying to capture attention. Yeah, I mean, but the parts here that are supposed to catch attention are physical. Yeah. I mean, slow-mo last year okay. had also very, you know, physical parts that caught attention. Yeah, Everyone okay. was looking at the butt. And that was part of the song. It was part of the song. Booty that she hypnotic. Had, booty she hypnotic. literally said that. It did make us want more. But it was also... There were genuine aesthetic choices made. There was genuine talent on display. Well, yeah, and she had a force of personality that and she had a force of personality. Through, like she was a very captivating performer. All of that is absent from this, and I think it that is what this type of song requires is an absence of, you know, personality, talent because it's supposed to be a background song for a pool party. Yeah, it does. It does feel like that way. Like it, you're not supposed to pay attention to the person performing it. You're supposed to pay attention to the person you're trying to fuck at the party. Um, and it's such a weird choice to then send that to a concert show. I think that maybe is it. It's like this doesn't seem like the music that you would go go like you don't want to go see this in concert necessarily no or like you don't want to like it feels weird in a competition setting i guess right which is odd i don't i don't know why but like yes obviously there's something that like doesn't quite work about it, in it that i way. think it's really interesting for that actually yeah but sadly this is bad <laughs> Yeah. For this context, it's just a, a completely wrong world for yeah, this I mean, I will, song. I will say we've seen like the music video that has the very Instagram aesthetics, um, you know, which is different from like actually performing it. Yeah. I guess I I I'm really kind of weirded out by this because it doesn't feel like trying to win Eurovision. It feels like trying to reach a bigger audience. Mm. Which is also what I didn't like about, in the Belgian pre-selection, um, there was the one girl who didn't end up making it, but she was a serious contender, Gala Drago. Mm -hmm. And then in the interview, in the Talking Heads rounds, they asked everyone, why do you want to go to Eurovision? And most everyone said, because I love Eurovision, because it sounds like a, a lot of fun, and I want to share my yeah. music. And Gala Drago said, 
oh, it would be very interesting for my career to reach an international audience. And I was like, that's not what you're supposed to say. It that might, true. it like, could be true. I don't true. think it's bad that you think that or even necessarily say it, but it's like, mm, hey, that's that not, can't be, be your... the outward, obviously the goal. Yeah, it can't be your first and if, desire and in going the, to Eurovision. If the Instagram-ness of it is so strong, then like, yeah, getting this song to a wider audience does feel like a way to reach followers. You know, like, yeah. I totally get why that's the the train of thought, because you're just, like, hot girl who posts bikini pictures. Yeah. That's what that was we're seeing, and that's the brand that's being, like, there's, shown here. Yeah. The there's, Blanca brand. There's a, a brand here that just wants your engagement. <laughs> Sure, yeah. There's another song this year that's the same way, and we're not going to talk about it. Even there, still different. Even there, it's still different. Because that feels that one feels like SEO manipulation. This doesn't even feel like that. This really just feels like brand promotion. I, I feel like she's going to show up on the red carpet saying what skin what her skincare routine is and na- naming brands that she uses to moisturize and normally i would just you know let that kind of stuff pass and i i also am probably i'm know, willing to let just this let pass that pass because, but it's something mm. that you don't normally want to like necessarily pay attention to or talk about or like think about all too much it's like yeah i know that happens yeah but, you know, we're, we have a podcast where we talk about all of this year's Eurovision songs before this year's Eurovision. So we have to think about this song. Give it some thought, yeah. Actually give it some thought, which I wouldn't normally do. So I think that's really interesting. Weird. <laughs> Strange. Strange. I, I am genuinely interested to, he- to see if she says any brand names on the red carpet. I will be watching for that. Risky, but maybe she won't, and that's okay. <laughs> no, that it's it's all. I mean, that's better, probably. That's yeah, better. But, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the end goal is here. Yeah, what's her, what's her angle? <laughs> How does this advance her personal position? You got to be thinking about that twenty four seven. Right. If, if you, you know, know, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I think that could take us to uh, our third song of the episode. Um, and this one is coming to us from Austria. Ugh, Austria. Austria doesn't send good songs. It's a good Austrian song. Um, Name one. Well, hold on. I wouldn't be right letting you all away tonight. Ain't nobody but you. Ain't nobody. I can hold on to. Ain't nobody. Yeah, okay. And That's the know, best they got, though? Let me be your halo. No. Let well, me be your halo wasn't good. Guys like a phoenix. Before the podcast. Doesn't count. Okay, right. Um, I think Austria has given us... One of my most hated songs, Luanzi C. Yeah. Uh, Hasn't Austria given us Sims? Or was that Switzerland? That was Switzerland. Austria gave... I just have to look it up real quickly. Uh, Austria gave us Vincent Bueno's Amen. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I love Austria. All-time favorite, Vincent Bueno's Amen. It's great. So what are are they sending Bueno back? No, no. Like I said, sisters might actually be doing it for themselves this year. Um, Vincent Bueno had many sisters. Right. Didn't he have like a huge family? Sure. (laughs) 
but it's not like that. Um, no, Austria's contestants aren't actually sisters, but they are, you know, sisters in the sister sisters sense. Sisters! Because uh, Austria is sending Thea and Selena. Okay. Um, and they wrote this song uh, together with some other writers in a songwriting camp. And this song is called Who the Hell is Edgar? Who the Hell is Edgar? It's a good question, isn't it? It is a good question. Edgar Allan Poe? He's a famous gothic writer who mm-hmm. wrote a lot of spooky stories and wasn't as racist as H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, right. So, quoth the raven, for Austria, it's Thea and Selena. And who the hell is Edgar? Coca Universe, you're about to be a star. So she's being possessed by the ghost of Edgar Allan Poe, and he's making her write good songs. Is that the the story? Sure. Then why didn't this song reference any of his work in any way? Well, okay. It's not... And also, why, you know, wasn't it as well written as Edgar Allan Poe's poems or, Um, you know, anything? I'm not 100% sure why Edgar, out of all possible writers. Um, but it... However. However. It is obviously about, uh, yeah, being being possessed by the spirit of, you know, a great writer uh, and feeling that same sort of, like, drive of creativity. Sure, into, yeah. like, being unable to, uh, to stop creating, right? And it is in that same way, too, about um, putting your own achievements in writing something, putting those away under the guise of like, no, 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 it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a thing that comes over me. It's like a ghost that comes like over me. Like a love wave. Ride. Right. It's like a love wave that comes over me. Um, it's also obviously, you know, she's told you're a great writer and she immediately starts minimalizing her own contributions to the song by saying like no it's 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 edgar who takes over me a man (laughs) a man that's it right yeah these are two female songwriters who kind of in the video as it's showed have to like put on a mustache and disguise themselves as dudes to get into the boardroom to explain what they've got and to, to like convince people that it's good it's, it only gets sold to the higher-ups because allegedly there's actually a man behind it. Right. She's creating it, but she says, no, it's actually Edgar Allan Poe. And suddenly all the dudes love it and can't stop dancing to it. Right? Like, oh, it's made by a woman? Whatever. Because right. all the women are secretaries. But yeah. then once she says it's Edgar, guy reads it and goes like, this is amazing. Once a famous writer's name is stuck to it, it's suddenly incredible. That's that's all very well, but what are we gonna do about the Italian? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, but why Edgar Allan Poe is a thing? Is just because you can go po 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 po? I think that's a large part of it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's too bad because I really, really like Edgar Allan Poe's work. Yeah. 
I think the cask of Amontillado is one of my favorite things ever written. I, mm-hmm. I really love the cask of Amontillado. Um, I think it is so funny and so scary. Like, it's really like a perfect little short story. That's a plug. If you haven't read The Cask of Amontillado, go do so. It'll take you 20 minutes because it's a it's a very short story. Uh, but it's so fun to read. So yeah. for this song, I'm just a little like, yeah, this is a fun song. This is a fun concept. Um, I think, yeah, I think you know, where Poe comes in, though, is that... Yeah, like you said, he wrote a lot of like horror and and more supernatural stories, and um, oh, it's just because he's a ghost, and and wrote a lot of like yeah, ghost. Um, but that also alludes to the idea of you know ghost writers, right? Right. People who write without having their name on something, right? So the ghost writer, and if you think a ghost writer, it is someone who writes on ghosts. It it it's not like the the tightest of explanations here, but it's one. I'm just a little stuck on it. Where yeah. I'm like, I think it's a weird one for just using this writer's name um, and then it not really having anything to do with the writer. Although I guess that can be kind of the point. Um, I don't know. I actually don't really like that. I'm thinking about it for a second here. Because there's more here, right? But Probably. But that is an interesting thing to like. I'm I'm getting hung bump, up on bump it. Bump up against where I'm like, actually, I don't know if I've like fully thought about whether or not like there is something inescapable about writing Poe and being like it has to be Poe because. Like, what do you know about Poe beyond he has a funny name and did ghosts? What do you know about this writer that you wrote a song about? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Not to bring it all back to Sparks every time, but Sparks wrote a lot of songs about, you know, famous people. They wrote When Do I Get to Sing My Way about Sinatra and Sid Vicious. They wrote Edith Piaf said it better than me. Je ne regrette rien. Uh, they wrote Lighten Up Morrissey, uh, Tchaikovsky's only hit. Yeah. And it's all like they know what these people that they're writing about were about. They have some background behind this song. And I feel like this song is a very shallow, like well, just kind of to be funny thing. And I'm a little... Well, see, that's the thing about it. It's not... There is more to the song, but the, the Poe aspect of it does... Like, it it does give me pause to be like, yeah, but why Edgar Allan Poe? Why not a different writer? And then I think you stumble onto, like, because you can get the repetition of Poe, Poe, Poe. Edgar Allan, Edgar Allan Poe. Right? Like, okay. And maybe that's a problem. But I do think, like, as far as what's there, it's, it's more than being funny because it is a song about, you know... Yeah. Songwriting. And about the the process that goes into it. Yes. And all of those aspects are definitely still there. Notably in the in the bridge, uh, they go zero dot zero zero three. Right. Um, which is the amount of money that songwriters get from a stream on Spotify. <laughs> zero dot zero zero three euros. My God. So this song has currently been streamed, I think, about two and a half million times. Right. Which is good for approximately seven and a half 
thousand euros. That's not a lot of money for that many streams. And that is just like the number we know, which in in like in reality can often be a lot lower. And I believe is also split among songwriters. Yes, absolutely. So this is not. They don't have this song. Did not earn them seven thousand euros each. No, it total. earned them total. And if there were other writers, they also got a share of that. That's saying like Edgar can't pay rent for me, right? Like the the force of powerful writing here in my head. The the great author yeah. that I'm supposedly channeling, whoever it is, because they reference like. I don't know, can I, can I get Shakespeare on a call here? Because maybe he can help me out too. So it's like the great author in my head here is not enough to to make a living. Whereas they obviously have said like, oh yeah, it's a dream to just be able to create and be in a creative space and be surrounded by people who love creating and, and be able to live off that. Yeah, songwriting camp is really fun. <laughs> right, well, sure. But like you created there and, and, it, and it probably triggered like, oh, maybe maybe this would work for Eurovision. Maybe we can get it out to people in that way because it has it has a fun, uh, lighthearted thing to it. It may, may well just be a song that you write in an evening and you just get kind of mad at like yeah. the, 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 the business of songwriting and having to sell these songs to whoever the hell and just making so little money off of it. So, you know, that's, that is the real crux of it. Right? Yeah. That is and I the like real that. Point. And yeah, I like, yeah, I think that's really fun and clever. Yes. And so I think like, you know, just, you know, just using Edgar Allan Poe's name as a fun hook, I can see why it's like, yeah, and, and, and what else? And what else? But it, it does make for a catchy hook. That's true. I, yes, I can't deny that. I can't deny that it is a fun song. But I'm just a little like, couldn't you have found like an, an author, a great author who was also underpaid, who said something about that, who you could like channel in a real sense. But it is a fun song. I mean, it's also, it's not about Edgar Allan Poe, right? It's yeah, it's about asking, them. like, who the hell is Edgar? It That's is true. like, who the hell is that? But then you then naming him and saying like no that is the you know that is the ghost possessing me it does it does raise the question of like yeah and 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 why so I yeah I it's a little tricky because I do want to I do want to come to the song's defense because I do enjoy it I think it's really catchy and it's a lot of fun yeah and I don't think it's necessarily a problem but once you think on that I'm like yeah I wish I had an easy and obvious answer that like made sense. Because that would just make it yeah, that would a lot tighter. completely appease me. Um, so I'm like, I'm not quite able to put a to put a neat little bow on that, which bothers me, because I want to be able to do that. Because I think like whatever else they're doing here is a lot of fun and is yeah, and they really they clever. look like they're having a very good time, even if they're probably you know not getting paid what they should be getting paid. I wonder mm-hmm. what you get from performing at Eurovision? Um, that completely depends, because there's sometimes there's stories of, of acts having to largely finance parts of their performance themselves, depending on what, yeah. country, what country they're from. You know, there, there might not be a huge budget set aside from, from culture departments that, like, artists have to provide a lot of their own funds for. Um, so... So you could lose money from yeah, going to Europe. That, that's the thing. It's not particularly transparent, I think, what like what goes on financially, right? Although that does yeah, it does make me wonder because I think Gustav has has said like when he 
won the pre-selections yeah. in Belgium, Gustav said, I have to clear my schedule. This That's a man who teaches, who yeah, uh, you have coaches. Yeah, you have to make time you have to, make to dedicate time. entirely to Eurovision. Yeah. And I don't know if, like... I don't know how much you get paid to uh to show up to pre parties. I don't know how much like who's who's hiring you in these moments, or is this just like a concert? Yeah. That, like what's the what's the actual practical side of that? I have no real idea. At that point, I'm like, I hope Blanca plugs some skincare products on the red carpet because right. then she'll just get paid. Because uh, we do all need to get paid, and it is pretty tricky to do that. Getting paid is not as easy as you think. You'd think like, oh, there are so many uh, companies and so many people that uh, benefit from my labor, from, you know, one's labor. Um, so you give them your labor, and you're like, surely the value of my labor will reflect in the compensation that I get for my labor. Um... And that just doesn't happen. It's interesting how that works. It's interesting how that works. It's almost as if, like, the means of production... Huh? Huh? No, no, keep, keep going. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> like, I really hope that Gustav gets paid to be at Eurovision. Specifically Gustav, because he's from my country, and I hope my country pays its artists. I hope that for every country, but my country is the one where I live. Yeah. Where I feel like I could vote for more of that. Here's the thing. If I had enough money to like quit my job and go back to school for anything, yeah. I would go to school for accounting. I'm terrible at math, but I'm very, very interested in money and where yeah. money, having it, getting it. But just like where it is, where it goes, and who gets what from anything. Sure. So I think the financial side of Eurovision is very interesting. I want to know how much Daddy Osterdal gets for... <laughs> right. Like, I want to know what he, what he does for Eurovision, because I'm sure it's a lot, but... How is it all distributed? I mean, like, he's he's in an executive function at the European Broadcasting Union. Exactly. That is literally just, like, you know, a he's... position that he holds that is just his job. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, Daddy Osterdahl is hoarding the wealth. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know what his bonuses look like. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jon Olasand used, used to say, take it away. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I do want to take away the money and give it to me. Um, I wish I was a dog. I, I wish I was Chica, because Chica doesn't think about money. She just gets money spent on her and doesn't even realize that. And I wish that were me. But the song, I like it, but I'm not loving it, because I think it lacks in a very big way. It lacks something that I care about it lacking. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to think about it again. You know, like, like take a, take another second to think. Like, wait, is there anything there? Um, because I feel like the focus, the focus just has been put so much on, you know, the whole, the whole aspect of it that is about songwriting and about ghost writing songs for other people and like who gets the credit for writing something and whether or not like being a female 
songwriter is harder than if you have like a, a male name behind it to sell it and all of that. It's like, yeah, it raises some I, interesting I questions. I like all of that. Um, so that that's that's just the thing. If those aspects dominate, like you know, the experience of it, then I'm like, yeah, this is actually, you know, this is actually saying more than just oh, it's a funny song where they say Edgar Allan Poe, 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 Poe. Yeah. Right? And in a way, it's also like we are not going to talk about Edgar Allan Poe because it's actually just about us writing it. He didn't write this. That is true. Right. Yeah. But I also understand being like it's a reference. So what's the what's the reason for this specific reference? If if anyone at home is screaming like why aren't you mentioning this? This is obviously why and what it's about and this is why it's relevant to Edgar Allan Poe's work. Yeah. Um if you're screaming that, please um tweet at us at Eurodivision and let us know um what we are overlooking here because like like I said, I think I've mentioned all of the actual like yeah. talking points about what the song's about, but like does it need to be Edgar? And or or am I right in saying that like you're specifically going out of your way to not talk about Edgar Allan Poe because that's not what it's about? Like that could be an explanation to me. I'd love to be wrong about yes. Yeah, yeah. I would love to be wrong about this because if I get you know my satisfaction in this issue, I'll just like this song. It's just like one one thing that's like oh oh I just need to I need that to be cleared. Or to just like not, not mind, but like yeah, but I'm I'm never gonna not mind if it's not cleared because <laughs> it's gonna remain a a stone in my shoe. Okay. When listening to this song. Stone in my shoe. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Yoon and Mira dropping in from uh, the future. Just about like half an hour after we finished recording this episode, because I could not stop um, kind of thinking about it. And I just, you know, went onto the old Wikipedia to kind of like see if I was overlooking something obvious here, right? With regards to the Edgar Allan Poe situation. You know, for, first off, I think we forgot to just mention that Edgar Allan Poe is like one of the poster boys for the tormented writer stereotype. That's true. He right? was like, I gotta write. Yeah. So like has to write and, and is writing like an insane person who can't stop writing and has to get the writing out. Um, but more importantly, Edgar Allan Poe was supposedly one of the first uh, American writers to make a, a, a living entirely off of writing, to, to dedicate their entire uh, career to the act of being a writer. Yes. So is, is thereby also like a very important, like, like, you know, writer... Career writer. In order to pull, like, a name as a writer, he is obviously someone who comes to mind. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know, like, even without these specific examples, I do think he is an obvious pull, right? Yeah. And I think to you the problem was that the pull is just too obvious. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, and, and, and what else there? But I think, like, the fact that it is an obvious pull is kind of the point. Yeah. So I think that maybe clears it up a little bit. A little bit. I, I think it could be more clear in the song itself, like in the text. Right. Um, because you're because not, you, you have, you're you're not going to hear, yeah, yeah you're, you're not just going to hear Popopo and be like, okay. 
Um, that's the thing. The whole message of it is like hidden behind, you know, a, 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 a funny sounding song and, and them being funny and doing a little dance and singing po po po. And it's like, oh, we're keeping it light and keeping it fun. But then you look into it and it's like, oh, this is actually saying something. And I also want to just bring this up now because... You know, you have expressed many times your frustration with the, like, pointless comedy of Subwoofer. Yeah. Which is also, like, a nicely choreographed, catchy dance song that doesn't really feel like it has anything to say. Yeah. Whereas this, like, taps into, I think, a, 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 a vaguely similar kind of song, but does more. Yeah. Like, actually feels like it has, you know... A point to make yeah where the 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 line of it pays to be funny also plays in all also reflects on subwoofer right because like it pays for them to be like a funny act regardless, them, yeah. regardless of whatever the hell they're saying or whatever it's about it's like oh yeah that paid so yeah if you're going to eurovision and you're a comedy act like yeah it, it does pay to be funny because you get to be in the spotlight there i just felt like those were some things we didn't say and I wanted to splice them in because otherwise we'd forget about it and I felt like this deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. It, this does make me appreciate the song a little bit more. I'm still a little like it should be obvious from the yeah, text. and I get that. What the link is and it isn't. Um, so that's still like is a, is a, it's a, it's a slightly smaller stone in my shoe. Stone in Like I can shoe. still do a small hike Without, you know, holding up the group sure. because I got to get this stone out. I can do a small hike. Yeah, but it shouldn't take too long. Three shouldn't minutes. Long. Just about three minutes. Take... <laughs> Just under, I think. Yeah. Um, I also have a small correction um, that I... It's so unimportant, but I said one of Sparks' songs was Tchaikovsky's only hit, and it's Stravinsky's only hit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Tchaikovsky had many hits. Of Tchaikovsky had many hits. Um, so, uh, anyone who caught that mistake, no one, no one did except for me. You and caught it. So. I caught it. So uh, there's there there is the correction. So those are our corrections, um, and I think with that we'll throw it back to past Mira and Yoon to um, probably finish the episode. Honestly. Let's see what they had to say back then. I don't remember. <laughs> it was half an hour ago. That has left my brain entirely. Thanks, future you. That, that, that would be ridiculous. That's what we sound that's like. That's what we would sound like. Yeah. yeah. I think my dog wants me to go on a little walk with her because she's looking at me like, hurry it up, mom. And that's okay because we've talked about three songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest and the next song that we'll listen to We'll be on a different episode where we'll listen to three more songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. So if you enjoyed this show, make sure to uh, leave a little like and rating on whichever platform you use. Maybe consider not using Spotify, but going over to a different service that has a better pay rate for its uh, artists and songwriters. I think Apple uh, Music, Apple Music is pays marginally. about double from what Spotify pays, which hey! when it comes to that kind of money is still not a lot, but it is quite significant. Um, I, I I did actually jump to Apple Music after the Joni Mitchell thing because Joni Mitchell is no longer on Spotify and I was like if I cannot listen to Joni Mitchell or Neil Young for that matter 
Um, that's 25% of my listening time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Gone, so I have to switch. Um, and, you know, Apple Music is good. It's all right. Yeah, sounds great. It's, you know, it's streaming. Uh, it's essentially the same. The UI is a little less good. That's it. But it pays, you know... That's great. I love, I love, I love UIs. That's my favorite part of music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I love making... I love the, the UI of putting a CD in my, play, in my CD player. I love the UI of putting a record on. Like, <laughs> exactly. the UI is not an issue. I mean, sometimes I do curse at the UI of Apple Music. Right, okay, well... But sometimes I curse at my CD player. Because I don't have one. Right. I mean, I haven't played a CD in a while. We um, have a record player. We, we play LPs. Yeah, which is nice. But I think with that, uh, we can leave you for uh, this episode. And just to reiterate our early plugs, uh, do watch Succession. It's a good show. And watch Kids on the Block. It's a TV show that I wrote, but didn't get paid that much for. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, the more, um, the, the more people watch, the more they'll show it on TV and the more I will get those residuals. That's so uh, check it out. It's on Belgian television, Ketnet. Uh, it's a kid's show called Kids on the Block and it's a lot of fun and I had a lot of fun writing it. And there comes our dog telling us it's time to go. So we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening and good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. Say goodnight, Chica.